<laughs> this is a Larry Society. We're out here, episode 17. We got a new roommate in this bitch, Jake. What up, what up, what up? What's going on, my guy? How we doing? How we doing? Doing good. Uh, getting into the beginning of the semester here, just kind of yeah. trying to stay afloat and figure out figure out what the pace is going to be like for Goddamn right. Weeks. Yeah, dude. Honestly, we just started school about three days now, and uh, honestly, it's been nice to be back at campus, don't you think? Like, Oh, big time. Um, I, I actually have always found that my life is kind of held together by, by my school, my studies. Yeah. Um, when, when I'm in school, I feel like I have a lot more structure to my life versus yeah. uh, when, we're on a, when, when we're on a break, I'm just going to be in a degenerate and gambling. Yeah, and me and Jake. Going, going to the bar five times a fucking week. Me and Jake are degenerates. It's, it's good to have a fellow degenerate in this yes, house. Sir, yes, sir. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, Jake uh, is our new roommate here. Uh, guy gives us the working golf every day. Fools discussing <laughs> with the golf. Me, Angel, and John are uh, in the presence of a little golf god at our house, so it's good to have someone that's actually good at golf, so we can go, we can flex. Just for the for the uh, for the record, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yes, yeah. try to go. Who's got a fire handicap though? Uh, we'll definitely get you on the Gross Golf Podcast too. But one reason why I wanted you on here, Jake, other than obviously being the homie, is that you you had some really we were just shooting the shit tonight. You had some like Jake's got the crazy deep kind of. <laughs> thoughts so tonight's podcast is maybe a lot more deep thought like trippy you might want to smoke a smoke a bong or drink a beer because we're gonna we're gonna get you into some deep thoughts tonight so let's get right into it okay so jake as you know i got my little tiktok uh nick fed 33 go follow it it went a little it went a little it went a little viral low-key had, low yes. had one had 1.6 uh, million views which is kind of dope i could tell it was viral because i don't even fuck with tiktok that heavy yeah i fucking saw the video you saw the four like, you oh, page i had on my homies shoot me the fucking the lane being like yo look at me just hit a million bro. yeah it's crazy a million vanilli yeah that, i was i was super stoked for that but um anyway but on that as you you would kind of alluded to earlier tonight so what does it really mean to go viral anymore because okay think about youtube right like when you got a million views on YouTube, that meant something. Oh, big time! And on, like you had it because you had some had to have someone go on YouTube, look up your video, right? The algorithms don't work the like that. They, they had like a for you page. Yeah, exactly. TikTok is so instantaneous, almost like Tinder, that it's just at your fingertips, and you can just get so much feedback, stimulation from social network so quickly. So, what do you think? I mean, you really asked the question, but I guess I'll ask it back to you. Yeah. What do you think it means to really go viral, or is that even a thing anymore? That's that's the tough part. Is it in my head? Like kind of what you just said. I, I think of uh, ben, benchmark numbers. Right. Uh, back, you know, two thousand five. Uh, yeah. I think a big emphasis too that I, I find insane is that virality back in the early two thousands. Uh, this was good way word, before word. way before uh, YouTube had even begun doing uh, doing advertisements. Oh, there okay. wasn't a whole lot of opportunities for income to be generated off YouTube videos right. back in the day. That, that's kind of a newer you know last ten years is when. So uh, it's cracked into that. Yeah, I think started to really pay attention to that. Um, so in my head, I think of benchmark numbers and. I think um, you know we would all agree that ten years ago hitting hitting a million on anything that was like that was yeah, lit. You that was a million. yeah. But nowadays it's like fuck. I you know guys guys wipe their ass with a million. Yeah, dudes. you got dudes up there putting up like you know billion. ten million a week a day. Even. Yeah, like, I think Pat McAfee gets like five hundred thousand every single day on his podcast. Really, Joe um, Rogan too. Joe Rogan's yeah. are like three hours long. Yeah, yeah. he's getting like twenty seven million views. Uh, can anything be viral today? Um, I don't know. Let's uh, just brainstorm for a second. Can you think of anything that I, okay. sticks out? Well, I think I think things can't. I think oh, crap. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it fifty fish. Well, let's say he did. I met, I met that guy too. Shout out Channel Five News. Met Andrew, Nick, good guys. Manifest reality. But no, okay. I think that things can be viral. I just think that the number has changed. So like back in the day, right when we were growing up, kids, I'd say you know a million was a viral thing, right? Exactly. Ten million, five million. That a million was like the, the I guess the beginning of what I would consider actual viral. Like a couple hundred thousand was good, but 
a million was a thing. And you only had really YouTube as far as YouTube content. And then you had Vine, actually. But now that you have TikTok, YouTube is expanding its algorithms. Instagram now has basically yeah. video. Snapchat has Snapchat stories. So there's so many ways to get footage now of these quick videos. TikTok, I think, now leading the pack, but definitely the newest. I think there's something to that, having the shorter videos. Yeah, it's, it's just easier to our, reach and engage. Our generation is becoming shorter and shorter with attention spans, given all of these social media sites, which is kind of sad when you think about it. But I think that when it comes to going viral, I think the new number's got to be like 10, 15, 20 million, because take someone like Addison Ray, right? Who's like a TikTok queen, yeah. or like people like Bryce Hall or Jake Paul. Like they're getting, like you just said, like, Millions of views like, a day. With a yeah, views. like dude, a million of views in like five minutes. Like, like Kim Kardashian take her with Instagram posts with likes. Oh, big time, yeah. Have you ever sat there one time? I was just bored. I was like, I was taking a dump, and I was like, she came up on my feed, and I liked it, and I was like, I'm like this. I kept refreshing and go, eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand, nine hundred fifty thousand, oh, yeah. and literally in front of my eyes, two hundred thousand likes. So cool. it's, for something, yeah, it might have even been a promotional. It might yeah. not be like a, a get, super revealing yeah. post. It could just be something like, oh, this is my yeah. brand, and boom, and you know, I, yeah. likes. And as you talked about too, like when you were getting made, you didn't make money back then. Now you're making hand over fist yeah. for just pictures and videos. Girls doing stupid dances. 100%. No, hey, ladies. Um, I think uh, one of the things that I want to touch on with, with virality is that I don't even know if we can attach a number anymore. Yeah. I don't know if there's like a, a benchmark number. I think it's literally just the people's opinion at this point, yeah. which at its, at its base root was always it. The views were just a, a representation of mm -hmm. how much people care about. Right. I mean, how many people are really going to take the time to go get on YouTube and type this in? Yeah. Um, so I think virality, it's, it's hard these days to measure um, with a metric number. There's, yeah. it's, it's really difficult. I, I always just go off of like, uh, you know, what, what are my friends? Do they know about this? Yeah. Can I say this to my most hermit crab friend that doesn't ever, doesn't have social media yeah. on Instagram? Like, if those type of people are talking about this, if they, if they recognize and they know like, oh, I... I'm not on YouTube, but I know what the you know I know what the full send boys are. I know what the no yeah. boys are. It's like that's that's virality to me because you've now reached a, a portion of your audience that would never give you the time of day. Yeah, like you know when my dad is able to say something, uh, he catches yeah. a meme yeah. from a year ago. It's like that's viral. My dad knows yeah. that it's viral. So like, I might be a little biased, but that's kind of my big judgment right now. Is like if my if my parents Origin. know about yeah. it, like it's viral. Yeah, it, it had to make its way through so many different streams of media to get to them. Because I, I sit here, I'll, I'll play on Instagram, I'll play yeah. on Twitter, whatever, TikTok, but like, you know, our parents aren't doing that. Yeah. Our parents aren't going to work and getting right on Facebook and then at the top yeah. videos. And if they do, it's probably by accident. We don't actually need Virality, that's a yeah. tough one, yeah. Is, uh, can, can anything be viral anymore? I think yes. So, yeah. I think the answer to that is yes. Things things can still be viral, but I think the means and the methods in which we're able to uh, take, take uh, I don't know, take statistics on that, it's, it's so much harder to put into a number sense these days because it's not only growing every day. I mean, next year, my yeah. 10 million might not be shit next year. Mm -hmm. We don't know that. It's, it's hard, but um, I think the other things that were so just overwhelmed and, and the, if you can understand the analogy that the market for social media is just so abundant. There's so many people, so many content creators out there, so many different channels trying to hit different audiences and different, different yeah. demographics. Yeah. Um, well, and it didn't used to be like that. Like I said, when I think of OG YouTube, there, there was like a handful of names that ran it. And nowadays it's like, I couldn't yeah. tell you who runs YouTube. I don't know who it is. Yeah. There's many people. Well, kind of trying to kind of transition just a little bit on that same talk topic of like TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat. Um, what do we think? I mean, there's, I know there's gotta been a couple of, there's a lot of babes out here in Chico and just in general, but have you ever met a girl, Jake, and you go and, you know, you find her Instagram, maybe you get her number, blah, blah, and, you know, you do a little bit more searching and you look her up and she's got like half a million followers or, yeah, first off, or maybe more realistically like 10K, like 
Is, is there a number that's too much for a girl that makes it unattractive for her? Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is going to sound... He's like one. This is going to sound... Yeah, <laughs> insecure as a motherfucker. Any dudes are in her DMs. No. Uh, uh, I think there's a healthy... It, for me, it's it's more reflective of like, is this your life or yeah. are you just popular? Because some girls yeah. don't give a shit. They just yeah. they post a couple times a year. Or they and, keep it public. Like, they're just like, you follow me if you want yeah. and they're not... Um, but to the girls, I'm more turned off by the girls where it's like, you can tell that like closeted, this is a very big part of their life. Like, oh, yeah. that a lot of their self-esteem is driven by the number of likes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I remember, you know, middle school, high school competitions, girls, it seemed like they were always fighting over who could get the most likes. And yeah. to me, um, they take a post down if it didn't get enough likes and shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say like, if she has more followers than me, no, I, I don't care about that. Yeah. But like, uh, there, there definitely is a number where it's like at a certain point, um, are you, are you not overwhelmed by that? Like, yeah. You have 10,000 people banging on your line. Just your phone is blowing up whenever you post a story yeah. or whatever. Um, I don't think I, I draw the line. Like I said, if she's, if she's cool, she could have 10,000 followers, but if she acts like she doesn't give a fuck about it, like she just doesn't care. It doesn't matter to her. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. She could have 800 followers, but if she's like really, really cares, checks every day to yeah. followers go up, yeah. engagement, like that is where I got to be like, yo, who are you trying to be here? Like, yeah, relax. that's all it's social. Media. It's all artificial. Yeah. None of this really matters. I mean, Does it? the people that are liking your pictures, like, are they walking up to you and saying hi? Are they like, yo, I saw your post, bro. That was so dope. No, <laughs> nobody does that, bro. Nobody really cares. Nobody's ever going to bring up, like, yeah. that, that story you posted, bro. That shit got me so fucking hyped. Like, yeah. maybe you'll have some of your closest friends be like, oh, that was funny shit, man. Yeah. I, I like that. But, like, the, the majority of your followers, uh, it's for you. Yeah. It's supposed to be for you. And it's like when, I think I, I draw the line when girls are no longer doing it for them. Yeah. It's very apparent that they have like a, I don't know, some sort of a a, a different, deeper motive. Yeah. It's like you can tell that there's, and in the same way that I'm secure, there, there's some insecurity there. Maybe that's something that helps them, that, that it, it makes them feel better. Yeah. Uh, I got to think that's not healthy. Yeah. Uh, and then in that, uh, kind of on that, there, uh, that Netflix show that came out, The Social Dilemma, really hammered on yeah. that. And it talked about how like nowadays the um, iPhone or any, basically any smartphone, with how quick that we get, you know, Snapchat and Instagram, TikTok, Tinder, it's become literally like a drug. And it, your body releases serotonin when you get likes. And like, I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you and say it doesn't feel good when I get no, 200 likes, that. but I do try to differentiate, like, yo, this is artificial. Like, it's like, a number. It's a number. It's it a number on a nothing. screen. It's a great right way to put it. It's, it's a, number a number on a screen. screen. Um, but I uh, promise you don't have 250 yeah. people running up to you. Like, yeah, exactly. That's such a cool picture. That's a great way to put it, dude. Yeah, they might like it. They might leave a comment. But yeah. like, I, I'm not going to walk up to them. Did you see my post? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see, you see what I updated on my story? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I try to just like, it, it's it's something I do, but it's not yeah. something I try to put a lot of effort into. I feel that. But like, and there is like, certain like, cases, like for me, when I'm trying to brand myself, like with the podcast, yeah, no, you have, merchandise, you, have you like I'm trying to use that, but as a business tool. Yeah, like to be like you're, you're you know, or like, and I'm being stupid, I'm being comedy, but I'm trying to build my brand. Like, oh, that's Nick. It's comedy. I want to buy his merch. I want to listen to his podcast because there are certain cases where if you're interesting and you actually have something of value, like you should want to put it out there. But I get you when, when you have like these IG models, or I guess even for like, chicks, yeah, like, like, what are you doing? You're, yeah, you're, like, you act like you're sponsored by Chanel or Brian. Yeah. It's like Fashion Nova. Pictures in Fashion Nova and tagging every. Fifteen percent off. Fifteen percent off. That was stupid. Is when yeah. when girls tag or even guys. It's, I wouldn't say it's even gender specific. But yeah. I never liked when I saw people tag every like they're wearing jeans from Guess and they're wearing a polo shirt. They put all the brand tags on the picture. So like, they can maybe repost it and so get them more likes. Somebody will yeah. Somebody try to reciprocate it. Yeah. Um, I always thought that was dumb because I was like nobody cares. Just, yeah, just we, we know who you are. If we follow, we, we, we 
can see the name at the top of the screen. We yeah. don't need you to tell us who you know who you are and what you're wearing. I can see it. I can see the brand. Yeah. I promise you, those companies put a lot of time into a recognizable logo. Mm -hmm. You don't got to tell me what it is. I, yeah. know, I can see it with my eyes. Now, I think that too, there is like a code as far as like these IG models trying to use like you know algorithms and codes to get you know yeah, likes and it. stuff, right? They're but, smart with it. But to get a lot deeper here, Jake, there's a secret code to life. That successful people have, I feel like, hacked into and that maybe we're just blind to. You could take something as like, I don't know, as like basic as a guy that can talk to or hook up with many girls or maybe uh, a girl that knows how to work with many dudes or maybe a guy that knows how to sell just door-to-door -door sales tactics or, you know, anybody that's successful and maybe a girl that's killing at D3 soccer, like these smaller niches. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then they obviously, they trickle or I guess you could reverse trickle. Then they build up to, you know top business people like Warren Buffett or golfers like Tiger Woods, yeah. basketball players Kobe Bryant, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, all these people in my room, by the way, gotta have successful people. But what I'm saying is, do you think there's a code that, for one, can it be cracked? It's a, two, it's a double question. For one, do you think there's a code that successful people have figured out that the majority of people haven't? And two, if there is, do you think that we, like the people that, have, that aren't successful yet, can crack into that code? Or that it's something you're just kind of born with? I think that I think you can have the ability to be born with it. I think there's some people out there that from day one yeah. they're just they're killing it in life. Yeah, they're tough. No they <laughs> yeah. Going to class, playing sports, yeah. being social, whatever it is, they just they seem to murder it in every aspect of life. Yeah. Then I think there's a middle class, a middle class of people who uh, weren't weren't born with that. They they they're not one of these super energetic, charismatic people mm. where they can just effortlessly you know draw all the attention in the room, mm. like without even trying. They don't have to raise their voice. They don't have to do anything. Just them being there is like they they almost glow as a person. Yeah, they letting um uh, illuminate themselves. Yeah, the room. so I think that the, the first group you have the people who are just born born with it. Talent, like, it's talented. Yeah, one hundred percent. You have the people who are figuring it out. People that maybe get into their twenties and they yeah. get away from some of the influence. Hard of, work of too. Friends. Yeah, you start to start to get on your own in life and you start to really um, in a weird way it's like uh, almost almost having like uh, an absence of influence and it, it just like I think that is what draws that out of people is like not having your friends to constantly like match your personality off of yeah putting yourself in those positions yeah it's cliche but like the pushing pushing your comfort zone is I think what, what kind of draws that out of some people and then I think there's a third group of people where uh, they weren't born with it they're not figuring it out. I don't know if they ever will. And this might sound bad, but oh, yeah. my dad always said whenever I, you know, I'd maybe talk about a friend that wasn't doing so good that just his whole life he never really figured it out. My my dad would always say, "Well, the world needs dig ditch diggers too. Yeah. Like we need people that that are going to be janitors. We need people that are going to work the lower ends of life, and that's totally okay as long as you know you're happy." Yeah, I think that's the big thing that you got to. Yeah, you got to be able to. Of, in terms of, is there a code that? Um, it's tangible that you can you can you know hack into. Uh, I would like to think there is. I think that it might come with experience. It might come from uh, just self self driven, like just being a really um, just being a really driven person and, and putting yourselves in those positions. I don't know that what fascinates me is the difference between the first two groups. Yeah, people that are born with it, because I always look at their parents. Right. Always got to look at the parents, look at the mom and the dad. Is, are their parents like that? If yeah. not, that's even more of a, a crazy, you know, abnormally, anomaly, if you would. Like, how did you, how did you figure this out? Like, how did? Yeah, show me. Joe Rogan has a great quote. It's like, show me the son who's the son, or show me a rich man who's the son of a rich man that you know that wasn't given handouts, that actually was able to figure it out for himself, for his own. 
It's very rare nowadays. Yeah. And I think there is definitely a secret code in life. Like that there's, you know, I read a lot of books, um, like, oh, not world-class books, but like, uh, I guess world-class, but like the big ones, like if you want to be successful, these are going to be in the fucking mini library. It's yeah. like Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Rich Dad Poor Dad, Rich Dad, Poor Dad sorry. Richest Man in Babylon, How to Make Friends and Influence People, like all these like fucking Bibles yeah, of, yeah. of successful people. And the more I read these books, the more I have been able to like, because when you keep reading different books, you like success leaves clues. I will literally read like one book in another book. It's saying something completely different. I'm like, holy fuck, that was in this book. We call those nuggets. Yeah, exactly. Nuggets of truth. Yeah, there it is, bro. Give me some fucking ranch sauce with those nugs. Yes, sir. But I'm saying like, I'll read something in like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and then it will come up in fucking um, 48 Laws of Power. And I'm like, holy fuck, they're talking about the same thing. They don't even realize it. Do you think that reaffirms your belief in the, in the, 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 the secret code? The secret code of yeah. life? Like being able to see it in multiple instances. Yeah. It, you know, it's a, built off of in, in a totally different book yeah. by a different author and it's like yeah these guys have different the time frames yeah. like and they and one author maybe because obviously it's written different time frames maybe the book that came out second to the book that came out first might have also in their own way put took a part of that book from the first book and put it in their own book and that's what i'm seeing but what i'm saying is i just think that yeah it definitely leaves clues i definitely think too like there are people that are born talented versus people that are born with skill yeah i mean um we can talk bad, about that talent time. yeah talent versus people that might have work like hard work to the skill I think a great example is John Daly's talented. Yeah. Pulls a f- I, I think he's a stud, but he's fucking fat as yeah. shit. Drunk, he doesn't give a fuck. Cigarettes. Most cigarettes and he won the open in nineteen ninety three. How the fuck does that happen? That's just pure talent. So um but I definitely think there's success, but it's like once you figure it out too, like it just it's like instantaneous where everything just poof, makes sense, right? Like yeah, things just start to under you, things just start to unravel. And so I don't know. There's it's amazing a, how that works. Yeah. It seems like once you once it's almost like a success is almost contagious. Like yeah. Once once you find one success in one aspect. It, yeah. It, maybe it's just your confidence. Maybe yeah. That's that's the key to life is that these people are just really really confident people thrown through. At, at, you know, at the biggest doubts, they still are able to have that voice where, you know, they they quiet their head and they go, No, I can do this. Yeah. Like, I I guarantee you, I can do this. I know I can do this. Yeah. Um. But that's like I said, that that's a tough one because. I, I love that. I love that you brought up the difference between talent and skill. Mm-hmm. You can learn a skill, yeah. but you can't teach somebody to be talented. They might be looked at as being talented because of their skill. Yeah. But I mean, we're talking about a different type of people here. People like you know, like Micah that are able to go out, not mm-hmm. have a super big history in golf, but just have a naturally gorgeous swing because he's really talented athletically. Right. I'm sure it, it could be ping pong. It could be whatever. Yeah. This kid's just a raw athlete no matter what he does. Right. The second he puts it in his hand, he makes a deeper connection that we can't. Mm-hmm. He makes that, you know, that takes us two years to feel out and have right. that, that, that touch for. Right. He is just from the get-go, he can do that. But the thing is, like, skill will ultimately beat talent when talent doesn't work hard because yeah. I was listening to this Kobe Bryant quote, rest in peace, thing was like, yesterday was his two-year anniversary of uh-huh. past or one year. Did he, did he pass I don't know if you know this, Nick, but the Lakers right now I think are twenty four and twenty four, sitting at the eighth seed. Of course, on the anniversary of the year, which is like crazy. It, it, yeah, and yeah, it's just yeah. There's so many. Yeah, I definitely and also two spirits. I believe there's a there's got to be something like there's too many coincidences for us to just be here by science. But anyway, so talking about um, Kobe, he says like when he was eleven years old, and I, I've I've studied a lot of like a lot of people I've. I've studied a lot of people that are very successful. So I, at this point, I know their stories like the back of my hand, but I was listening to this shit again. It was, it reminded me when he was 11 years old. I don't know if you knew this. He scored zero points in summer league. Kobe Bryant. 
like Michael Argument, Jordan, arguably one of the great right? High school team right? But like zero points. Not a, he's like not a free throw, not a layup, not a lucky shot. Never mind. That is one of the most talented basketball players. Top five all time. And he scored zero points. And, and 11. At 11. Now, I thought it was the NBA, but still. No, but I mean, think you, about, would, you would think, think that about Kobe this. Bryant was but think about this, though. And, you know, think about this. He went to the NBA at 18. That's only seven years where he went from nobody to the best in his era. So he said by the time he was 13, he was started surpassing people, but he said uh, he made a uh, commitment at the age of third, uh, at the age of twelve. He was or, international, right? He grew up. Yeah, overseas. he grew up in Italy, and then he came over here. and He was like, "Ain't that a boy? Mountains are always blue." That shit's gonna sound fire on the podcast, dude. Anyway, and uh, he talked about how he realized he was gonna catch these kids in a week or a month or a year. Like he was playing the long game, so he said for six months, all he would do is free or uh, shooting, just shooting, nothing else. No moves, no fucking no dribbles deep, into it. No just shooting, just and like I heard that yet today. I go, I heard it again today, and like with us with golfing, right? Like I'm obsessed with it, but I'm not good yet. So I'm like, I just need to work on one. I mean, obviously we're gonna everything, but like dial in my putting or dial in. And all I do every day is chip for six months, or all I do every day is putt for six months, or all I do every day is hit my drive for six months, and then I can build my tools. Because when you're trying to build all your tools at once. You feel like you're making no progress. But yeah. if you pull a little bit this way and then a little bit this way and a little bit this way, a year and a half go by and you might not be that much better, but now your driver is pretty accurate, your putt is pretty accurate, and your nine iron is pretty accurate. I think the analogy that comes to mind is that you can't write all the chapters in a book at the same time. Yeah, it's you a great way. You cannot write chapters one while you write chapter 14, while you write chapter 26. You kind of have to find it. It's tough because success is not linear as we know. Of course not. Yeah. It's not like this you know, very consistent, constant rate. There's ups, there's downs. Uh, yeah. There's times where you feel like you're you're going backwards. Yeah. You're actually getting worse and out of like putting more effort into something. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that one hit for me. I, that was something my dad told me is that especially when I, I, I would you know find myself maybe as an athlete as a kid comparing myself to some of the other kids around me. Mm-hmm. Um, you would explain yeah kind of what you just touched on is is if if you can't see the end goal look for your next step. Yeah. Look for the next literal you know literal step not even a metaphorical step just look for the next place to put your foot down Mm -hmm. and then if you keep that attitude it's not going to happen overnight but you you will build up to the moment where it's like all of a sudden you're looking back and you're going wow i've come so far in this way i've come so far in this regard or in this aspect or like i said it could be something as simple as school it could be sports it could be like mineral your job maybe if if that's what you know you're, you're grinding towards but i think a lot of people end up quitting early on things because they don't have the ability to discern an end goal from a from a you know a next step Mm -hmm. rome wasn't built in a day yeah there's no way they could have gone out and expected that all of this was going to be done they they had to take it block by block and i think that that's one of the most overlooked aspects of life development is this concept of it's okay to not be taking on the world you don't have to wake up and Try to be the best at everything that day. Mm-hmm. Like I said, what you said, focus on one aspect. Yeah. Work on it for a week, and I guarantee you, you will be better in the future than you were today yeah. because you have that skill now. It adds up, and we all know that it might not seem like it when you're filling up a bucket, but leave it there for 20 minutes, and you'll, you'll have your sink overflowing. Mm-hmm. Just seconds ago, it looked like it wasn't ever going to fill. Yeah. It looked like it was just you know a tenth of the way full. So. And that's why I think too, like progress equals happiness. Like the more progress you make, like I was telling you, like. Besides you, because I know you kill it at golf, but like, I mean, honestly, I can say this straight as an arrow. All the people I golf with, I got buddies that I work with, Angel John, nobody, nobody is obsessed with golf as much as me. 
besides you. Like, I'll, I'll confirm that. No, no, no. I'm not even nearly as obsessed. I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm 14 years into my, my yeah. career playing, so I, I don't necessarily get the, the jitters and the, right. the excitement to go play a new course. I, Dude, I kind of know where I stand. Now. Yeah, I'm so so. I'm so obsessed when I play. Like, all I can think about, like, I got the golf channel now, and shout out my mom. I got a little putter in here. Like, I fucking, I'm just, I'm so excited. So, for me, what I'm saying is, like, I'm still horrible compared to, like, the, the average golfer. But I, I have so much more fun, I feel like, than most people because I'm just so passionate about it. And, like, you're right. Like, maybe down the road I will get more even killed, but I'm just – I'm, like – it's, like, the world is my library with golf right now. Like, I just – everything – when I'm not working out or going to school or reading, I'm thinking about golf. What's the newest club that came out? Who's winning the tour right now? Yeah, right. Who's, like, who's setting records? And then just, like, the and then like behind the scenes, like, how they act, how they dress, what are the rules, the history. So, yeah, basically – I think that, yeah, life is a step at a time, but you, you, you're not going to have as much fun. You're not going to have any fun or any real fulfillment unless you're making little progress. I, I love it. Yeah, you, 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 like I said, it's it's so cliche, but you, you really do have to be in love with the process. Yeah. And that doesn't just mean the times where you're successful. Yeah. A lot of people are able to feel happy or content or rewarded when they're, when they're successful at something, but the vast majority of people probably can't go out and continuously fail at something and find enjoyment in it. Yeah, and that's exactly. okay. I, I don't know why we were taught that enjoyment has to be bred with success. Yeah. I know plenty of, like I said, I, I see them all the time when I go back home to my hometown and I'm on a break from school or whatever and I, I go play 18 at the course. I'll play with some absolute shitbags. Like, just yeah. dudes that, like, how are you still trying this? You're 70 years old and you suck. Yeah. Like, they enjoy it way more than I do. Yeah. They, they enjoy the, the you know, the, the chunk shots and the slicing drives and they're just happy to be out there they don't need to be in a position of success to feel like they're happy yeah they're not success driven they're just they're like in the moment driven feel that um so is that something you think uh, kind of circling back to what we talked about with the key to life do you think that the people that are most successful in life do you think they're still doing it for the success or do you think they do it because they, they enjoy it i mean i think actors, that, i think they do it because they enjoy it because there was a great quote from jay-z and he says like if I had to, if I had to work a grocery store to make music, I would like, cause, and I think that the most, that's the most authentic. You think about people that are authentic, people that have sold themselves, quote unquote, like they're just, okay. The easiest one to compare is, is artists, right? Like uh, yes. mus- musicians. Yes, cause yes, you think about someone that was started off so unique and then they just started making mainstream music. A lot of people say Jay or G easy did that. Not oh, Jay Z. G easy. Turn, turn towards the radio. Right? And just cause it makes money. So, but then you think about the goats like Kanye West, Jay Z, never conformed to a specific right. Jay Z, and then even I mean I still I fucking love Drake too. Like Drake's a goat too. And yeah, you think about how shout out Aubrey. Yeah, think about how they're always changing their style of music. Like Jake was dropping basically R and B, and then he went to hard rap, rap, yeah. and then he's doing like fucking damn near jazz. You know, Jay Z out here starting his own fucking um, streaming service. Yeah, streaming service. Like, he's got yeah, so many different investments. And then like the, their style of music is constantly growing, like a, like a person. Like they're transitioning. So I think that the greats, it'll stand for themselves in the long run. That they didn't ever, you know, they're doing it because they love it. And then you have those that are just doing it because they did love it, and then they lost themselves in the money. Do you think that's the secret to success? Is not doing it for success. I think, yeah, you do because you, you love it, and that, if the that success comes paid. with, yeah, and if the success comes with it, so be it. So here's a good question here. Speaking on success, money, would you rather have unlimited time or unlimited money? Now, this is well, just for everyone that like wants to know the like rules or whatever the structure behind both. I mean, literally, you can live for a billion years if you want, and then whenever you want to die, you can choose to die. 
And when I mean money, I mean you can literally have more money than this entire world can buy. Yeah. 10x. So with that being said, what would you want? I've always thought, Nick, that there's there's different types of wealth. Yeah. Um, one of one of the big families from my hometown, they, they own a, a plumbing company. Mm-hmm. And the, the dad's been been um, a household name in our in our city for for years. His grandfather was his sons are household names. Humble, so you're living humble, right? So yeah, the viewers, it's not super small. Or, right. Sorry, it's not super big. No, no, but I'm just saying. So like area wise, so NorCal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, up, up there in Eureka, humbled on the coast, yeah. and down. Um, he actually gave a commencement speech at one of the graduations and he was just kind of giving this analysis of don't think that wealth has to be tied to monetary value money there's all types of wealth in this world you can be wealthy in time yeah. you can be wealthy in the ability where yeah you're not yanking five hundred thousand a year but you're able to make all your kids games you don't yeah. have to give up on a lot of things because you have the, the freedom and the ability to decide what you want to do with your time mm-hmm. now i said like i said you might not have a ton of money but you're wealthy in time I think you could be wealthy in family if if you're one of those people that's you know in their late eighties and you still have your grandkids call you and they still show up. You are wealthy in regards to your family love. You might not be wealthy with money, but you're wealthy with love. I think it's all good capital. I think it's all relative to like okay, take Warren Buffett, who's worth more than we'll ever be. Maybe our great 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 grandkids combined we still have enough as him, right? But if you're talking wealth as far as money, yeah, he's got us all day. But if we're talking about time. He's he's got maybe five years left. We're twenties, yeah. dude. Like we're, I said, I, I, we're way wealthier in time than Warren than Warren Buffett. Is. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. So, going back to our question, would you rather have unlimited time or unlimited money? Uh, I, I do have a chance. I think in this case, uh, I'm not sure if it was stated with the unlimited time option. But yeah. Are, are we allowed to die? Like, can you die if you? Want? Yeah. You you, you pick you, when you, you want to. You want to live for three hundred years yeah. or a thousand or a million? Or yeah. But here's the, here's the thing with it too. I should say. This because this might change it, okay? Because it's time and it's not uh tangible, right? It's like it's a figment of our imagination. You can't give anybody else time, but That's you can give saying. you can give everybody else money. It'd be hard to, to age and move on constantly and watch all your loved ones. Everybody die yeah. and keep dying. Everybody's gonna die. And then here's this too like, do you, don't you age with the time? Or like, we'll, we'll make it a little bit. You can stay the same age, but you're stuck that age forever. Gotcha. So you wow. could say like 30. You're 300,000 years old, but you look 30. Yeah, you feel 30. You know, everybody else might see you as older, but you, you feel young. You're yeah, not, like, you're like you don't actually age with, like when you're 1,000, you don't look 1,000 years old. Yeah, That'd be living, scary as fuck. They wouldn't even want to be around you. Before. They'd put you in a fucking cage. Yeah. Um, you'd outlive everyone that threw you in the cage, and then you'd be stuck in the cage. <laughs> I can't I think in this case, I'm probably going to have to agree with your take, mm-hmm. and I think I'm going to have to go with unlimited money. Yeah. I'm not a person that necessarily sees a ton of value in living past my loved ones. Yeah. Um, I was born a family with friends. I want to live my days out with them, uh, and we're all going to die one day, and I don't want to I don't want to be alive 200 years after that thinking about that. Yeah. They'll, they'll never, ever return that for the rest of eternity. Yeah. That was their short little look at life and then you think about existential things like global warming like world wars like you're just you're just living through that now and you got nobody i said i i've always wanted kids but as i'm getting older i'm not sure i want to bring kids into a world that i don't approve of yeah um i I don't necessarily this you're open to whatever you think out there but i am one of the people that maybe doesn't think the world is becoming a better place oh i feel that i think that it's getting more complicated so yeah, definitely, dude, definitely. Give me the money, run me my check. Uh, I just put everybody on. Everyone get yeah. millions of dollars. Because it's like, yo, if you can live 
but I would I would try to keep it a little discreet because then people would try to assassinate you and shit. Like you would be oh, if no, someone bro. found if out. Try and kill me. I'll just tell you. I'll just give you whatever you want. Yeah, facts. Give you all <laughs> like, the money. It never ends, bro. Just keep me alive. I'll yeah. keep pumping it out. Yeah, yeah. facts. Yeah. Facts. Uh, I think that if you were able to have unlimited money, mm-hmm. um, money doesn't solve everything. But nobody finishes that quote. Money's not the solution to all your problems, but God damn it, it can fix a whole shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not going to give you happiness. But it's going to put you damn close. Security, bro. Money will give you that, like, I can go to bed at night and not have to worry. I know I'm taking care of. So I'd like to think that if I had unlimited money, 75 years is going to be plenty. Yeah. Like it's gonna feel like a, it's gonna feel like a, you know, it's gonna feel like five. Of, yeah, exactly. Because you're gonna have so much fun, it's gonna fly by. Uh, so I, I think I'll take the money in this case. Oh, I have yeah. limited time on the basis that I don't know how well I'd be spending that time. Yeah. I guess that at a certain point, I might not even be able to comprehend society. Yeah. Even though I've been alive through all of it, and we're saying, like I said, on the unlimited time basis here, we'll say that it's the year, like I said, twenty 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 two or two two thousand two hundred and fifty. We'll say it's like two hundred fifty years yeah. in the future. I don't know if I'm even going to get along with people in the future. Yeah. They might be on a totally different... They might no. not even be talking anymore. It might just be completely like... Language can definitely change yeah. over thousands of years. But, I mean, that was only a couple hundred. But yeah, language can change too. Here's I'll one, take, here's one, one more thing, and then I do want to transition. But here's one other thing, though, with the time. You could find out a way to basically get unlimited money. Like, if you if you were oh, around long time. enough, you'd understand system. Like, you could literally spend Economic 50 cycle. years... Yeah. And you could just hack it, but like at that point, everyone that you care about is dead. And the only reason I pick money is because you could put all the people you care about. Why do do we do it? Why do do we live life? We we don't do it for us as much as we think. I think a lot of it's for the people. Yeah, it's about relationships. Being able to see your parents smile, being able to go to your little siblings' graduation, being able to see cousins that are older than you have kids and start an entire new generation of of family. That that's what I'm here for. I'm not not here to necessarily try and set a record. Yeah. Um, Here's a and. I feel that. And then to kind of end it, it's a little morbid, but it's, it's good. Uh, talking about time or money and basically life and death. Would you rather want to know how or when you're going to die? And think of, I mean, I'm going to take when. Take when? I'll let you chime in on this because I know that you already have a really good opinion on this. Well, so I would I would also do when because here's the deal. There's there's pros and cons of both and I'll, I'll tell you why I pick when, like why my pros outweigh the cons for when versus, versus the how. So how, right? How can be any fucking thing? It could say walking and you're never going to, you're going to be shit, shit, shitless every time you leave your door. It could be driving a car. You're never going to get a car. A going to come out of the sky. Yeah. Yeah. That would even be crazier. Like shit like that. Totally random. Yeah. Shit. get mauled by a mountain lion. But, but like, but things that would really scare me with how are like basic things like riding a bike, eating food. Like yeah, I'd be like, okay, I, I would be, yeah, I would live in fear for the rest of my life. When... The, the 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 um risk with when is when it could be like tomorrow when it could be like a year when it could be like twenty nine I'm like wow I got six years of life left. Yeah. but I would at least have clarity to know up until that year of life I am in, I'm immortal basically as long as I'm not talking about like someone shooting you in the head like yeah. you can't but like we'll write that off too yeah. for the sake of argument yeah like you're, you're not gonna yeah. die unexpectedly if you're told yeah a day. yeah that's exactly your day. yeah that's your day that's your day but I will say this. Once we came within about a year of that date, I would, oh. I'm fucking, I'm doing everything balls to the wall. Yeah, wake up, take a point of Molly. I'm yeah. Take a, you know, a couple shots. I'm, I'm skydiving. I'm fucking breaking into North Korea, trying to kill Kim Jong-un myself. That'd be fire. Yeah. But I, there's no way I, yeah, I, I, like that when it finally hit, I'd be tripping. But here's the other thing. It's almost like, this is almost as sketchy. It's like a fucking, um, when they do the, um, mega lotto and they pull the number. 
if that number is like 79 and up, I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's go. I'm going to live a long life. Yeah, what if, what if it's what if it's 29? And then I'm like, fuck me. I'm but I think, dropping I think out of school and I'm doing a love. But I think that should be something that we could talk about too real quick. Think about, you should, everyone that's listening to this, you should live your life. Not so cliche. People say live it as if it's your last. Steve Jobs had a great quote. He said, if you live each day as if, if, as if it's your last, most certainly you'll be right. Like you're going to fuck kill yourself. But I think to a lesser extent, you should live life as if, if I was going to go out tomorrow, if this today was my last center, Nick Federico, how would you be remembered? How many people did you impact? How were you looked at? How many people did you help? What kind of things can they say about you? doesn't mean you have to live reckless every no. day of your life, but it means try to set a good example that when you're gone, people will be like, fucking Nick did it right. Nick inspired me to fucking live my life the way I want to live it. So I would say when though. I think that weirdly enough, uh, I think it would be really freeing to know when you die. Yeah, it would. It would solve a lot of uncertainty. That day, you would, imagine that day though it hits. It's like oh shit. It's like twenty. It's like twenty ninety eight March eighth two thousand or whatever. I already said the year. I'd be like fuck March eighth. I wake up. I'm like all right. What when? What minute? I'm going. Like I'm gonna just sit in my room, I'm just stare at the wall, like <laughs> waiting for something to happen. That's so sketch. That's so sketchy. Feel like, yeah, feel feel. A or bang. or you do like one last bang, like you know, I'm trying to make blow up my TikTok. I'm like, yo, record me. I just tell one of my old buddies, like, just record me. I'm gonna die on camera. <laughs> yeah, hey, first like, man dies live on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Age restriction. Like or some fuck. Like right, I'm gonna go to Times Square. I'm gonna put posters. I'm about to die and just. I know it. God, I'm God. so serious, guys. I'm really about to fucking kick the bucket. Listen, right here. cash in. Like I'll be celebrity cash in on my debt. You, know, you can bet that. You can bet on You can bet on debt. people's debt. You didn't know that? What was the over bet, under on bet. Betty White? Dude, I fucked up. <laughs> I was just going to ask. Betty that. White was like, Betty what was White, her over under? Dude, she was like minus 9,000 to see him at 100. Fuck. Look at this. I'll pull it up real quick while I we're on. She died like, what, like nine days or something before her yeah. 100, 100 birthday, dude. which is fucked. Dude, I'm going to pull it up right now. Dude, I saw man. hella memes about that, like uh, God up in heaven, talking about, like, oh, did you get the, the old one with the white hair? And they're like, yeah, she was really close to turning 100. And he's like, yo, no, you grabbed the wrong one. She's <laughs> supposed to stay for another year. Uh, Oh, that's fucked. We were going after Cheryl Crow and he brought back Betty White. Uh, dude, look at this watch. I'm going to tell you right now. So, um, shout out my bookie. We're also degenerates here. Me, yeah, John, and, bookie, John and Angel don't gamble, but me and Jake gamble for Shelly. Um, I'm going to pull it up right now. But you can make bets on every. You can make bets on most first celebrities get married. Like Megan Fox and Tim oh, G. Care are like plus 300 right now. It's fucking hilarious. I didn't dude. know that. Fuck. I, I thought it, I'm, I'm primarily just a sports better. Just to, just to clarify here, I am not somebody that goes and cleans out casinos. Um, I am one of those losers that <laughs> sits on NFL Sunday with my red zone ticket. Yeah. And I sit there and just place like five, 10, 12 leg parlays and kind of hope they hit. Yeah. Dude, part if they hit though, it's well when they hit, it feels good. God damn, you feel like you, you get an instant God complex. Yeah. Like, nobody talked to me. I know more than you. Yeah. But yeah, I just want to pull this up real quick before we wrap it up. But fucking, yeah, look at this. All right, so you can go, you go here to, you can do like first, first um, company to send people to Mars. You can bet everything. Look oh at, shit, I'm putting a thousand on fucking. You Amazon. go to, you go to, uh, no, it's SpaceX. It's like SpaceX. Like, SpaceX I it's guess like their, plus, it's like plus, subsidiary. It's like plus four hundred. Holy fuck! Yeah, it's crazy. That's a decent odd. I might, I might take this ten bucks. Where's it at? It's like upcoming. I don't even know where to find it. It's like. Have you heard the theory that we? weren't always on earth that we start somewhere else we started on mars and the reason why mars like we found that life can be sustained on mars right it's just really difficult right what if we just destroyed that planet like 
environment. And we like and made we a spaceship like, back reason, here, like, and then only we started all over. A hundred humans came back to Earth, and that was the new planet. And what now we're fuck? we're on this on this planet, and we're kind of killing it, and just like, oh uh, yeah, we're we're expected to have like 150 inhabitable years left, or whatever the case is. Is that what they said? Whatever the estimate is, I know. Like I said, global warming is is. Fuck. Say what you want. Uh, no, that shit's real. That meteorology. He studies weather, man, and he has definitely expressed his concern with rising temperatures and how there's like it's little things that we don't think of that like certain plants only grow in this threshold, and once you go over that, it's really really hard to get that shit to grow naturally again. Dude, 150 years, fire, whatever. I'll be dead by then. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck the fuck the question of like if you'd rather die, if you'd rather know when yeah. or you know yeah, where. Facts. Like you know you're gonna die. Not whatever. Years. I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you after. But it's fucking hilarious. It's so fucked up, but it's funny. You can literally bet on people's deaths. Like that's fine. And it pays. It's called the uh, it's called the death something. My cousin Jake also uh, fucking told me about it. But, In the group chat. Yeah. Two Jakes, like Mackay, 13. Yeah, imagine you see your own name. It's like over and under Nick Federico, 27 years of age. I'm like, like, I'm like, hammer the over, boys. I'll make it. <laughs> I'm going to try hard as shit. <laughs> I'm going to try so hard to be alive. Bro. I'm going to thug it out. I'm going to thug I'm it out. sober for a year. It's hilarious. Yeah, dude. That would, take, that, would, that would add a hell of shit to my life. Switch to a green diet. All right, Jake. Well, this has been a fire-ass podcast, yeah, my guy. Hey, any, any final thoughts for the viewers, my guy? Uh... Keep wrap it. it up, bro. Wrap it up. HIV is very yes. real. Wrap that shit up. Keep it nifty on 50s. Yeah. I'm a motherfucking C. <laughs> I'm crap. All right, guys. We'll catch you soon.